Today is the 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our readings today are taken from first reading Amos chapter 6 verses 1, 4 to 7. The second reading is from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy chapter 6 verses 11 to 16. The Gospel reading is from Luke chapter 16, verses 19 to 31. My brothers and sisters, today's readings address deeds and reward, actions and consequences. First, there is nothing that someone does wrong that his conscience does not correct. The God in us always guides us. For God created us in his image and likeness and defends himself against us. For he is going to ultimately be the judge of every living being. We are witnesses, the first witnesses to our crimes so that the justice of God might be right. In the first reading of today, from the prophet Amos, he says, Woe to the complacent in Zion, lying upon beds of ivory, stretched comfortably on their couches. They eat lambs taken from the flock and calves from the stall. Are they entitled to this type of life? Is it what God wants for them? Improvising music. Like David, who devised their own accompaniment. They drink wine from bowls, anoint themselves with the best oils. Yet, they are not made ill by the collapse of Joseph. By their enjoyment, they make themselves better than others. And yet, nothing they enjoy, they work for, or is part of them, is given to them. Whatever God gives you will be for your comfort. But above all, your remembrance and care of others should be your first, first comfort. Hence also, your work, the work you do should be your first reward, should be your first pay. The work you do is your own judge. If you enjoy yourself at the expense of others, that will be your own judge. He said, therefore now, they shall be the first to go into exile and their wanton reverie shall be done away with. Nothing in this world that, we is, that is not passing away. Vanity upon vanity, all is vanity. That is the nature of the world. So once we realize and we think of ourselves as human beings, we should also know that whatever we do has consequences. You cannot praise God if you are not doing the will of God. Blessed is he who keeps faith forever, secures justice for the oppressed, 
gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets captives free. How am I living my life? The God in me reminds me of who I am and how I'm living my life. There is judgment every day. Hence, the gospel reading of today tells us about the rich man and the poor man Lazarus. Lazarus was poor because of his good deeds, because of his compassion. He's ready to suffer for others. Probably that is how he became ill, doing good to help others. While the rich man was feasting sumptuously at his table every day, and every day he sees Lazarus there, covered with sores, having nothing to eat. We were told his doctors were the dogs because the tongue of the dog has healing elements. That is how when the dog licks its wound, the wounds are healed. The rich man did not care about his neighbor. He was concerned about, I am better than my neighbor. I am the rich man. I am the king. This is still what is happening in our world today. And in our world today, we are also suffering the consequences. No one is satisfied with his wealth. Why they can see with their eyes the poor who have nothing. They are not satisfied with their looting. They try to take pleasure in being served. Pleasure in the poverty of the poor. So that by contrast, people will worship them. But yet, they do not play the role of God who has care of all, who provides for all, who has sent them. If God has given you wealth, he has given it to you to help others. That is why God will judge you according to the justice he has established in the world. We were told, the poor man died and went to rest in the bosom of Abraham. He got his reward. In dying, he really did not die because he was still aware of his, he has to be aware and alive to receive his reward. And the rich man died and woke up to justice, to face justice. His mind was occupied with his neglect and he had to suffer for what he did not do. He did not prepare his eternal bed to be comfortable. And so the rich man was well aware of his injustice, but he could no longer correct them. He raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he cried, Father Abraham, have pity on me. But it was too late. 
This was his eternal everlasting bed that he has made for himself. And so he heard the sound of his voice echoing back to him. Remember, my child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime and you did not share. I, Lazarus, likewise received from you what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you, a great chasm is established. You can no longer, you don't have the ability to change your position anymore. Because you are dead. You died in sin. And then he remembered the charity he never executed while he was alive. He said, then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that they may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. He can no longer do charity. He cannot correct anything. We should remember this while we live. Because anytime anyone does wrong, he's reminded by his conscience, the God in him, to correct himself if they did not listen to God. Then, when the time comes, when they can no longer help themselves, correct themselves, they will find themselves in their wallowing in their error, which is their hell. Abraham says, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. Those who are still in this world, they have their conscience and they have ministers who are conscientizing them, remembering rem reminded them to do good. But they scared them away by their, posi by their high, high position. Even putting them in prison for speaking the truth to them. And the man said, Oh no, Father Abraham, if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Abraham answered, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, the agents of God, if they will not listen to God, God is speaking to them through the conscience and through his ministers daily. He said, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. In other words, Christ is from God, came from God to show us the way, the truth, and the life. If we will not listen to Christ that he lived his life and we would arrest him and crucify him, God will glorify him. And those who did not listen will receive eternal damnation. This is the message of today's gospel. God is still speaking to us. Let us listen to God. Hence, St. Paul told his son Timothy, But you, man of God, 
Pursue righteousness, devotion, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. Compete well for the faith. And God is constantly reminding us about this through our conscience and through the life, teachings, death, and resurrection of Christ. And Christ says, Whoever listens to my word and believes in me will never die. He will live forever. Let us pray for the church, especially for the leaders, for the rich who have enriched themselves. Let us also pray for the leaders of the world that they may listen to the voice of conscience. Also to listen to the ministers of God as human be fellow human beings who are reminding them of the will of God, that the church, the body of Christ, will do her job in the world, the body of the living, of the risen Christ from the dead to the world with faith and conviction, so that the word of God might be established in the world to save the world through Christ our Lord. Amen.